This episode is sponsored by Norris. <laughs> Ali Robbins Hill, welcome. It sounds so weird saying your full name. <laughs> Ali, I'll just call you Ali, it sounds better. AKA my lovely housemate, who we've brought on the show today to kind of just have a chat. Have a casual chat. Have a casual chat. <laughs> for, for curious people. For curious people. That's exactly what we're doing. That is literally what that we're doing today. With the federal, with the 2022 federal election just around the corner, we've brought Ali on, who is not a politician, <laughs> but I believe and I feel knows a lot about this topic and I've learned a lot of little nuggets of wisdom from her in the three months that I've lived with Ali. And we really just wanted today to be... A reminder. Just a reminder that it's okay if you don't know where to begin when it comes to politics or voting and it's it's okay to ask questions and it's always good to, you know, get more educated and that's why Ali's coming on, just to kind of give us some hot tips about the vote, where to begin, where to start thinking. So Absolutely. And selfishly, I'm pretty sure this episode is more to do with me so I can learn <laughs> some stuff, <laughs> oh, learn yeah. some things. But before we get into the nitty gritty. Ali, to start, we ask every guest that if we were to take you on a night out, what is your DJ song request and why? And what would we order you to drink? Um, 110% addicted to margaritas um, of all forms, but have recently learned that you can't have too many spicy margs. We want to stick to just the standard margaritas because they are not good um, <laughs> if they're not going down, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but in terms of my my song request, it would always be um, either Umbrella by Rihanna um, oh, such a or tune. Wild Thoughts by Rihanna. Oh, how Both good. Rihanna. And just, I don't know, you can mix those songs into anything. Yeah. yeah. I find so no matter where a DJ starts picking up like one of the, the points of those songs, like it's just, <laughs> it just a, it's just a vibe. <laughs> every time I think of, start dancing. every time I think of Wild Thoughts, I just hear DJ Khaled. Yes. <laughs> and another one. <laughs> another one. Oh, that is too good. Ali, before I try and explain to everyone who you are and what you do, I think it's better that you just tell us because this gal has a resume the size of bloody Africa. Go on, tell us a bit about yourself, what yeah. you do, who well, you I are. I guess really to start it by caveating with the fact that I'm not a politician <laughs> um, at all, but I am um, really interested in politics. So I have multiple jobs at the moment. I'm currently finishing my PhD um, looking at understanding people's behaviour choices and how people make behaviours based specifically in the COVID pandemic, but based on other recommendations made by politicians and health professionals. Um, and what are the drivers? Like, what do people believe? What do people need to know to be able to make decisions that change their health? And then I also work two days a week as a public health consultant for a small public health uh, firm, uh, where I guess I really just work looking, uh, I guess, with small organisations or government organisations to evaluate their health programs and attach you know, meaning to what they're doing and try and determine whether or not they're creating change in the way that they want to create change within our communities. I do uh, lecture at the University of Queensland um, occasionally. I was doing that, you know, more frequently last year, but trying to, I guess, wind down and do a few less things. I feel like I've just got, I was putting way too much in my bucket last year and the year before that, and I was just started pulling things out of my bucket to just mm. be like, how can I, you know, 
But do you really want to focus on? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. I actually really love talking to people and teaching people things. So I've loved mm. that as a gig. Um, mm. But it's one of those ones that require a lot of you know, preparation and... Um, and um, it's yeah, not as I easy guess. as just rocking up. No, not in the slightest. But yeah, it's definitely something that I love um, as a job and would probably want to move back into that space one day. But I've mm. taken my foot out of that one for the time being. Fair enough. Uh, actually, we always joke about how... We want to do less in this life. And it's not really a joke, it's quite serious. (laughs) I'm quite serious. (laughs) I'm very serious about uh, laying on the couch. Yeah. Doing less. Seeing more sunrises. Yeah. Doing less. I love it. Let's get straight into it. Ali, why is it important? Why should people care about the upcoming election and politics and voting in general? Great question. Um, I feel like for a long time I didn't really know about, I guess, how important it is. I find it's quite a privileged point to be in in your life if you don't feel that, I guess, the political party that's in charge has a minimal effect on on you and your, your health and your well-being. And I feel like we kind of tend to go through our everyday lives and sort of take that mentality like you know politics isn't really in our face our regardless of you know we've all lived you know I don't know the demographic of your of our listeners but um you know we've been on this earth I've been on this earth for 29 years now and I've never seen a drastic change in things that impact my life based on Mm. who was running the country Um, I actually said that to Lara the other day that's funny that you bring that up what did you say like a similar kind of thing I was like no matter who's in charge, I feel like nothing's really changed. Yeah, you did say that, actually. I feel like for the most part, like, you know, political parties, you know, they have their agendas. Um, but when it comes right down to the grassroots level, it really feels like all of these changes, because they can't just, like, whip out a new law mm. and they can't just, you know, stop things from happening or start new things that drastically changed, like, our lives, you know, in Little Cooperoo. But I do, like on the flip side of that, I do think it's really important because the people who we vote for in terms of like, you know, it's a giant game really of majority rules. So if you're not selecting who you're voting for based on your values and your beliefs, you know, we end up with a political party that's able to actually change change the laws through various systems that do slowly impact, impact the way that we live. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so whether that's from tax, and so like a, there's a lot of um, new tax cut conversations happening at the moment is that's one of the politi- uh, one of the specific parties major you know winning factors at the moment they're trying to convince us all that these tax cuts are going to be amazing and they will be for some people but not for all people and I think you know understanding how whether or not these changes are actually good for um, you specifically is really important and making sure that your vote counts so that we you know we live in a democratic society which means we vote for a particular party who can make decisions on our behalf so we want that particular party to reflect our beliefs and so in terms of like a majority rules kind of approach you want the majority of people in Australia voting for what their values are so that the party then that's appointed can make the changes and make the decisions that reflect the people in Australia mm. or the majority of the people of Australia. Yep, that makes sense. And, it, and it's so easy to sit back and kind of go, you know, be grumpy at home going, ah, oh, bloody politics, bling, being clowns, you know, blah, blah, blah. You can complain about the system all you like and say, oh, you know, I'm not going to participate in this. But then you're not being the change you want to see, which sounds cheesy, but mm. it's Especially when true. the change is really hard to see. Yeah, and it's small changes like over a period of time that make change. You know, you're not just going to vote once and then, oh, well, they didn't get in, so I'm never voting again, you know? And I think that's also like another point um, that is really important to think about is that who you vote for will change over your entire life based on 
where you're at at that point, what your values and your beliefs are mm. at that point. So, you know, you might be in your young 20s and tax cuts sound amazing, but then you might mm-hmm. get into your 30s and you're like, you know what, I've got kids now, I've got to think about childcare and education. Yeah, um, so Or true. I've got, you know, ageing parents and I'm really interested to see what political parties are doing for, you know, nursing homes or like end-of-life palliative care, euthanasia kind mm. of thing. So um, it's who, refreshing to hear that because – I think for me, it feels really overwhelming and I have to know exactly who I want to vote for. Um, It almost feels a little bit paralysing, but it's Mm. nice to hear someone say that it's okay if it changes throughout your life. You don't have to just like, you can't just identify with one party forever. Yeah, I would say that it would be more important that every election you go into your vote changes, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is why it's so important to um, sit back and think about the, your own values and your beliefs and, um, and what the, but yeah. what the party I guess yeah. is bringing. Yeah. And, and whether or not your views align with that particular party. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I guess, and on saying that as well, you know, we were talking a bit before, um, you know, your, you might align with like with the policies of three or four different parties you don't have to be like a diehard fan for one particular political party and that's who you've got to carry through for the rest of your life you know you might align 50 50 with you know like you know two parties or 30 30 30 with a few other parties Mm -hmm. and um you know that's where it really comes down to looking at what the what the that party is bringing to this election and what you value most Mm -hmm. and then you kind of you know try and base your votes around that in terms of you know majority rules if it makes anyone feel better about where they're at, where they're at with their politics, for the longest time, I thought this is more of a topic that comes up in politics. But I thought euthanasia was actually youth in Asia, <laughs> <laughs> like um, not the not being able to choose your own death. Yeah. That, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. ability to determine whether you know life support can be turned or oh, you can die. The, the euthanasia. <laughs> <laughs> euthanasia. <laughs> That's what it meant for the, I'm pretty sure. I'm not even going to say how long because it's embarrassing, but. Um, oh, that's amazing. But yeah, I just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> just that. to make everyone feel just really to, great. You know. But the euthanasia are also really important. So, <laughs> so if you care about humanitarians, about <laughs> if you want to go for a humanitarian approach to your political vote, um, be my guest. Euthanasia are like, really important. I was like, wow, I didn't realise like the impact <laughs> it was having on them. Like. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. I think um, maybe we switch gears a little bit and talk about how the voting system actually works. You mentioned it a little bit, but can we delve deeper? So voting works essentially um, in that you all live in a really specific electorate and that electorate, um, there are 151 electorates in the House of Representatives. So the point of voting is that we nominate in each electorate a person to represent our views and our beliefs in our really local I guess, ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And so in the House of Representatives, you need a vote of, you need enough seats. So I guess a representative sits in a seat (laughs) in the House of Representatives. Um, So a... A literal seat? A literal seat. Wow. (laughs) And so obviously for a a political party to win, they need the majority of the seats. So um, for instance, currently we're under a, a liberal government. They have 76 seats in the House of Representatives which is the majority, so therefore they are our government uh, for Australia. So it comes all the way down to people in your specific area and then you vote for them um, to enter the House of Representatives to represent your, literally, views and beliefs at a local level. Mm-hmm. And then they can argue, I guess, that their whole their whole job is to argue for all our points of view and what they think is important for our specific electorate. Mm-hmm. 
they're the ones, they're the faces that we see around on mm. signs stuck around the neighbourhood. That's yes. who those people are, right? Yes, they are. They are the ones that are in your local electorate. They're um, the ones so. at the schools, mm-hmm. at the shopping centre. Yeah. You can't yeah. run away from them. They're everywhere. No, you cannot. You cannot. <laughs> they're outside the farmer's market, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And when I was walking in, I was like, hey. Yeah. Did you stop and have a chat? No, I didn't. I yeah. kept put my head down and kept walking. Absolutely. <laughs> they get a little bit burdensome, don't they? Yeah, they're literally everywhere. And then you've got the people on the you know, the people campaigning there on the corner with their faces on the shirts all, all over again. So you you really can't escape. But um, I, for the longest time, I was like, who the fuck is that person? Like, I have no idea who they are. And now I know that that is mm-hmm. the local member. I just didn't understand how it all linked up to the top of the tree. Like, that's the bottom, I guess not the bottom. That makes them sound like they're no one. But kind of. But they kind of are. Like but like, yeah, in terms of like who we vote for. The bottom for of the food chain. electorate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're the people who make up the political parties, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're the ones who take like our electorate's concerns. So if yeah. you were to see Joe Blow down at Woolworths and you started having a rant to him being like, you know what, you know what, this is a great example. I'm constantly stuck in traffic at that railway crossing down um, mm. every morning. And, you know, there's a polit- political party who's, op- you know, advocating to get that crossing fixed so that we're not all stuck in traffic every morning. Mm. Um, you know, it, that sort of campaign came about because enough people in our local cared. electric cared mm. and said, this needs to be changed. And mm. so one particular party is like, absolutely, we'll change that for you if you vote for us. So, you know, like it's, you know, being able to have those conversations with those local people who literally just live here. Yeah. Yeah. So So they were also like, they're reflective of the values and the beliefs that we have in our like small little community. They live here. They get stuck in the same amount of traffic. Yeah. You know, they also see the concerns. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's really important. Like they literally will listen to you if you have things that you want to say and then try and make that better for you. Interrupting the episode to talk about this week's sponsor, Nourished. Amelia and I have pretty out there schedules, which means that we are always looking for ways to save time where we can without jeopardising our health. Absolutely. And so if you haven't heard about Nourished, it's a pre-made meal service that gets delivered straight to your door. And their meals are 100% gluten-free, preservative-free, refined sugar-free, all the freeze. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty free. It's just basically free. You don't have to feel guilty about convenience. I personally feel so satisfied, but without that heavy feeling after eating nourished meals, they don't leave me lethargic. Yes. And I love that I recognize all the ingredients on the back. Mm. It truly tastes like someone's made me a home cooked meal. If you're a commitment foe like me, they've got you sorted with the choice of a once off box or make it a subscription because who wants to spend their Sundays meal prepping? Not Not me. me. If you want $15 off your first order over $80, use the code SWS15 and don't forget to order before 5pm on Thursdays, Brisbane time. For the longest time, I didn't really know what people meant when they said, um, talk to your local member. I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah, absolutely. But I think too, like in terms of choosing who to vote for, I think it's also really important that you kind of remove that person from the party at the same time. So like, you know, some people get really caught up on like, oh, I hate, you know, X, Y, Z, like, I don't like them. I think they're arrogant. Mm. Well, that's fine if you hold that opinion. (laughs) But that doesn't mean you don't vote for them. Yeah. If your views and your beliefs align with that person too. So, you know, we don't all have to go through life liking everybody. Um, And, you know, you might specifically not like someone in your local electorate who is, you know, part of a party that you align with morally and ethically. 
Um, so I think a lot of people too get really caught up in being like, you know. On the person yeah, rather than the, yeah. the party or yeah. what they stand for. Yeah. yeah. So true. Do you have any, um, I guess, kind of like, not cheater's way, but cheater's way to know who to vote for? Like, are there things that you can do online or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, massive. I've already asked, I've already got Lara to do it actually, is the ABC Vote Compass. Huge fan. It just basically, I think it provides like 40 to 60 questions. So you can just go online if you just type in ABC Vote Compass um, and it uh, takes you through about 40 questions that are, I guess, relevant in this specific, you know, uh, political, like federal, federal election. It's a really great way to think about, you know, where you sit on a broad range of different concerns that are, you know, really relevant in society today and are also driving the political parties the way that they are. So, you know, you answer all of these questions and it spits out this beautiful map of who you, again, essentially what political party you align with most. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to like sort of, I guess, go through and do the questions and find out, you know, who do you actually vote for? Because if you have been voting for a particular party for your entire life and haven't really considered what other political parties might be, I guess, you know, pushing this election or wanting to change this election... If they were to win, it's important that you be able to go. So you're able to go through and find that out, and it puts you out on a nice little grid. Um, mm. And it basically, it will tell you how much um, I guess you align with each political party, not just one political oh, that's party good. overall. I was going to say. So then you can really start to unpack the you know, my what's my one yeah. to six, and, and maybe research them further. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so it's like you know, it's like you know, you might forty percent align with one party, and then thirty percent align with another, and thirty percent align with another. So you can kind of be like, okay, well maybe I'll put my one, two, three, mm-hmm. these parties. Um, and, and sort of go, go about it that way. Yeah, that's such a good way to, I guess, if you don't have time to research, like sit and yeah, research absolutely. all the different parties. That's yeah. awesome. And all their policies and stuff. Yeah. You might have been voting for someone for so long and then you actually get to a place where, as you said, your views change mm. throughout your life. And so I was really shocked to see my results. Um, and I'll definitely consider that now. And might not have if I'd never done the survey. So obviously, like to like to caveat that, like there are definitely flaws with the survey. So like, don't take it like as, as bible y- as yeah, it's not bible either. Um, so it does in terms of I guess on a scale from like for the most part, they're all strongly agree to strongly disagree, so that you can kind of place a level of value on the statement. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess so that 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 is kind of weighted into the decision. So like if you if two parties have I don't know um, you know, tax cut policies and you strongly agree with them um, or you don't or you strongly disagree or you may, may be neutral or you know, somewhat agree and not strongly agree it will sort of it weights your responses it's um, not like a yes or no yeah, situation so, you know it does definitely take into consideration how much you agree with something that way you know um, to differentiate between the two parties so um, as well so there's definitely there's definitely that but yeah definitely I don't take it as textbook slash um, mm. you know be be a little bit more critical with your thinking go online if you if you disagree or you or you or it is something that you found super shocking super shocking um, you know dig a little bit deeper find out why that might be the case have a look yeah. at the you know the major political parties all also have websites that you can go to to see what it is that they're planning on doing if they are nominated on the topic of where you lean um you know, you hear a lot of buzzwords get thrown around when it comes to politics. What does left and right even mean? And is it even relevant in Australia? It's really hard um, because I would 
I would err on saying, no, it's not really relevant in Australia. The lines are a little bit more blurred here. We don't have political parties that sit really specifically on a left and right wing scale. But in terms of a, of a con, like an ideology, it's definitely much a scale on which all of our political parties do sit, where the left is kind of a little bit more focused on you know, maintaining equality and intervening in, um, you know, by providing Medicare and providing health, education uh, to individual people, whereas the right wing kind of looks a little bit more, it's a little bit more hands-off in terms of how the government intervenes. There's a little bit more of a, a focus on individuals making decisions about their lives and um, having a little bit less of a government intervention, if that makes sense. But I find, particularly in the Australian context, it's a little bit confusing in the sense that you know, you've got the Liberal Party who are well, probably, you know, they're on the right side of the fence, but they sort of, they've got the name Liberal Political Party. So they're actually not in terms of reflective of Liberal political beliefs, which is actually on the left side of the scale, if that makes sense at mm. all. No wonder, no um, one. So it's confusing. <laughs> no wonder everyone's <laughs> bloody confused. <laughs> so like the Liberal Party is not on the Liberal or left side of the scale. The Liberal Party is probably our, one of our most conservative parties yeah. per se. Um, and then you've got the Labour Party who are kind of like, centre of centre left and then you've kind of got the Greens a little bit further down and then all of the other political parties sort of sit on that spectrum as well Mm -hmm. Um, but yes in terms of what that means to people in an everyday sense I don't know I think there's a negative connotation particularly in Australia around like being right wing yeah when the reality is is like I guess there's no real ethical or moral moral um, attachment we can place on 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 a sliding scale of political beliefs but Mm. um yeah there's definitely I feel like and maybe that's just who I hang out with but (laughs) there's definitely a bit more of a negative connotation attached to like right wing politics and you know that means like sort of like non-progressive and all of those sorts of things and like the left wing is so much more progressive and like humanitarian and all of those things so it's it's interesting to sort of try and unpack that but in terms of relevance of left and right wing it's definitely a buzzword I feel like it's better that Australia isn't so polarizing yeah in a way because America is so you're either this or you're that and you know what I mean which doesn't make sense when it comes to making good decisions (laughs) and and being a human isn't it a shame that we can't just have a new party that combines the best of both or the best of all Mm. parties you know because why does it have to be one or the other like what if they've got good points and old man over here has really good points and and old love not just old mate (laughs) (laughs) but you know you know (laughs) no I feel that I feel that and I guess that really comes back to what we were saying earlier is that you can probably align with a little bit of all of the parties so like where is the party that you vote for that specifically aligns with you and the answer is start a new one <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. maybe we should just start our own political party um, and we just go around and we cherry pick which ones we like the most and is that where all those really obscure parties come from at the bottom of Absolutely. the list you yeah. know how there's like really strange names like what are some of those ones that- oh, some of them and they're so confusing so like I remember last year I did my well, not the last year but the last election I uh, national federal election that I did I did a postal vote because I wanted to sit down with my votes from one to 42 and specifically go on every single website and list them from one to 42. And there were ones that were like, you know, health reform or something. And then you go on their website, but they're actually anti-vax, anti, um, like, you know, defunding hospitals and all of these sorts of things. So it was really interesting to, you know, you can name your political party, whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. And your views can be whatever you want and you can lobby, like push whatever. Well, that's marketing 101, isn't it? 100%. So you, so people also rely very much on like, on all those little, the little catchphrases, the little catchphrases. 
um, like what is there? There's the gun party or something and the yeah. whatever other party there is. But you can name your political party whatever you want and you can believe whatever you want. Um, and that's where the best really, totally political party. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's one of them. Really? Like, <laughs> oh I'm God. pretty sure that's one of them. And so it's really important that like, I mean, if you're going to vote below the line and you're going to take the one to 42 option instead of the one to six option or whatever. Mm-hmm important that you know you do go online and you read every little (laughs) detail because it is so confusing like you couldn't go and post anything about me on the internet but when it comes to the campaigning you can pretty much it's free reign like say whatever you could say scomo is an idiot like and shove it on a billboard which i think already exists yeah is that getting too (laughs) 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 wait is that your bias yeah (laughs) (laughs) Marketing? We're talking a lot about yeah, marketing and campaigning and defamation because you know that um yeah, I couldn't go on in fact actually the laws have recently changed. So in terms of I don't know if you guys have noticed, but particularly on Facebook and Instagram, they've turned off commenting on a lot of um, posts because if and particularly like if you're just following like news or ABC, they always have someone monitoring the posts for like an hour and then they'll turn it off and say there's no one long, no longer monitoring this post. Oh, wow. Because they've placed the onus back on whoever is the poster to maintain that all of the comments are not, um, are, are not, I guess, defamation. So it's now, like, if you can be sued as the poster for the comment that somebody else makes on your post Stop. online. Yeah, so, but in terms of, like, defamation then in, in political parties, it's weirdly free reign. So you can kind of say whatever you want about whomever you want. And that's why you see so many really obscure billboards mm. where you're kind of like, is that How ethical? is that allowed? <laughs> like, I, there was one in the Fortitude Valley the other day, and I can't quite remember what it was, but I was like surely that's not allowed who approved that billboard but the reality yeah. is, is you can put whatever you want on a billboard <laughs> and you, it's kind of free reign which is actually really sad for, I think for the politicians yeah it is sad and then I feel like there's also the flip side of not sugar coating things mm. they just say what it actually is yeah, but I've, also like where do you where do you read that b- billboard and think to yourself oh god that's heavily biased or oh god I that's educating agree yeah, yeah. Like, so where's, it's just like where do you like Draw where do you take it with a you know with a grain with a grain of salt? As totally. A grain of salt? Where do you read a billboard and think to yourself, oh, like should I believe that? Like, is that actually true, or do we all just like take the billboards as not like as fact checked? Ali, thank you so much for coming on the show. I am sure I'll see you very soon, probably in the bathroom <laughs> uh, or in the kitchen. We've loved chatting with you today. I know I've learned something. Yeah, I definitely have. I hope you at home have learned something too if, you know, politics and elections overwhelms you. Um, but, yeah, any final words, Ali, before you say goodbye? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Vote wisely. <laughs> Vote for the <laughs> Without sounding like an absolutely weird pusher, um, Vote wisely and uh, use, you know, use this opportunity <laughs> to, you know, pick a party that aligns with your values and your beliefs. You sound like my school principal by asking us to, you know, consider our votes when the school captain <laughs> gets elected. So true. Did everyone know that I was school captain? So was I. Oh just God. so you know. I was just a sports captain. <laughs> I'm not worthy enough to be on this podcast. <laughs> what had we known that? But that I never would have had yeah. you on. Know it? I should it be the one getting interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review, and find us on Instagram at Some Would Say Podcast. Talk then. <laughs>